la 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 I figured if we sing it and it's unrecognizable, no one will kill us on copyright, right? Halfway through, I understood what you were doing. Just long enough that maybe they'll get it. Maybe the uh, the bots won't. Oh my gosh! That was uh, if we get fucking like flagged and deleted because of that i'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> if we get dinged on copyright for bad singing of well, we, we just won't say what song it is because i'm certain that the bots over at youtube and and uh and spotify will not figure out what the heck we're trying to sing there Let's um just say... the thing is last last week you were telling me i'm a good singer and you wanted me to sing a song and today i embarrassed myself with that you know what? But, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. You're like lowering expectations. Lowering expectations. That's right. Yeah. You're lowering expectations so that when you do sing, you'll be like, they're gonna we're gonna be like, oh holy fucking shit. That was amazing. So I that was the uh, the amazing song stylings of myself, top toes. <laughs> <laughs> and your girl, Annie. Um, my my backup vocalist, Annie. That's right. You know, and this is the other is about to turn into the other's toast podcast yes wow you know you can really tell that we didn't fucking rehearse any of that because ideally we would have like it would have been great if we coordinated and we said the oh those toes podcast together right oh yeah although you know what and then lag bliss and i tried bliss and i tried that one time and failed fucking miserably in our yes, defense, yes, I think I we were drunk. We had the two of you on, and we, uh, well, yeah, this was the other problem. We we're doing that episode drunk. That's right. That's right. In our defense, we were drunk. Um, yeah. Well, um, welcome everyone. Welcome to the Odo's oh Toes podcast. I am Any. In case you missed that, and, and this is my dear friend and co-host. Oh, top toast. I thought you were going to introduce oh, me. Well, you started to say yourself, so I... Did I... You know, sometimes Thank it's just God, like a little bit of a, a, little, a little delay, and, you know, I don't quite catch that you're still going. Yeah, it's it's not a perfect medium here. So we have parts of we, our conversation where we are completely talking over each other and no one knows what the fuck we're saying. And then we have other parts where just dead space <laughs> trying to be over polite to each other. We got to get our shit together, buddy. We do. We do. Maybe. Nah, not really. <laughs> we can't even say that this is because we're drunk. This is just because this is raw and unscripted. Yeah. This is unscripted and sometimes silly. So the reason I began uh, poorly imitating the Game of Thrones uh, slash House of the Dragon theme song. I think they're using the same theme song. When I looked for a House of the Dragon theme song, it kept giving no. me back. Game of Thrones one. Yeah, they are. They're using the same one. That's hey, why. Okay. But did you watch Game of Thrones? I watched all of Game of Thrones, even the last season that sucked balls. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then I started to watch uh, House of the Dragon, um, but I'm uh, a cord cutter. I don't have cable anymore, so I don't have, I have to figure out a means to watch HBO Max. I just don't have it at the moment. But Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? It's not on cable, but I forgot each. So I have Hulu with the HBO add-on. Yeah, that, that add-on's not on my Hulu yet. Yeah, okay. Probably will be soon. 
Um, um, <clears throat> well, you know, we are not a show review podcast. No, Al- although we do talk about a lot of different shows. Well, usually I think the idea of the you know the, the crossover with mainstream television or cable television or um, you know film and what we talk about makes a lot of sense a lot of the time. Um, and moreover, occasionally you have an actual goddamn viral moment about it, and um, you know, and this is a viral moment about the foot fetish community that doesn't say the word Kardashian. Although I just did. <laughs> you just ruined that. <laughs> um, we do like to review. Um, I mean, we talk a lot about episodes that show feet and the way that they, or, or that acknowledge that not at the foot fetish community without, you know. Um, and sometimes it's good. The majority of the time, it's bad. And we are portrayed I'm... in a horrible, horrible light. We are. And I was just interested in this because I had not been watching the show. Um, But all of a sudden, the internet is losing its freaking mind about the show. And is it episode seven? Um, I don't don't know. Yeah, again, if we'd rehearsed or prepped, we would know what episode it is. But everybody knows the now infamous foot fetish scene in house house of the dragon three and a half vaguely uncomfortable minutes of mainstream television that's not afraid to go pornographic dealing with foot fetish in well i don't know i did we get any positive feedback about this we did get a little bit of a, a positive feedback in our um our telegram channel I call it a group chat, but it's, I think it's called channel. I don't know. Is that a channel? A group? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's the All Those Toes Telegram place where anybody can join. Which, by the way, if you haven't already, it's a really good place. It's live and popping. There's a lot of conversation. Feet and not feet. It's just very, like, positive. I really like it. Like, everybody's wishing each other a good day. And we've got a couple little foot stories. It's cute. I like it. I definitely. Um, it's fun. <clears throat> anyway. Um, um yeah, so uh, one person liked the scene. What did they say? What did they? Uh... Um, I think he said, in I I don't have it in front of me, so it's not verbatim. But he said something like, "I think it's a, it was a little hot, but would have been sexier if there were some souls involved." Mm. Right. Yeah, so... and the funny thing is, like, the way. So maybe do we need to set this up for anyone who hasn't seen it? Or yes, let's we do. let's do that. Let's... Yes, we do. All right, but let me let me just comment on his the perspective that the camera never hit would have actually showed maybe not soles more like what would you say undertow was sort of feet propped up on the edge of an ottoman with two people facing each other, so the uh, the viewer would have seen, but they never went to that camera angle. Um, Did she prop her feet up? Yeah, she propped her feet up on you the edge what? of the ottoman so- between them. Okay. Right. I'm going to set the scene because you, you don't watch the show, but I do. So let me set the scene and you describe like what happens in there. Like, so, okay. So if you are not familiar with the House of Thrones. House of the Dragon. Um, House of the Dragon. Oh my God. House of Thrones. House of Dragon. Get Game of Thrones spinoff. House of Dragons. I think it's episode either seven or nine. There is a, a 
foot scene that the whole world, like tons of articles have been written on it, right? So Laris Strong is one of the characters. He is kind of a sneaky, slick, sly, like dishonest, kind of shady character um, that everybody underestimates, right? So the scene is he's become the queen's, the current queen's confidant and kind of a, an informant. So he starts off by telling her, like, he's got news for her. He needs to tell her something or something, right? I can't remember the exact details. Right. So so what do you see? Like, so now this that is, you know that. This is, because uh, we are in spoiler territory. This is spoilers ahead for House of the Dragon, Season 1, Episode 9, titled The Green Council. If you haven't seen it, you're gonna want to see it and we're gonna be a spoiler we're gonna do the full-on spoiler alert thing. absolutely yeah hang up now catch us after you've watched it <laughs> all right so yeah Lar- laris and i asked you this earlier so laris i don't know i haven't watched enough of this show i did spoiler myself on just this episode but he's sort of the little fingerish character but maybe without the suave uh he also oddly well, not oddly. The the character has the nickname of Clubfoot, which is obvious when he walks in the room. Right. Uh, he so sort he of, walks. He sort of limps into the, the room with his cane and his big clubbed foot, and sits down, and says to that she's a queen. He says, she's "My the queen." She's she the says, queen. "Your grace," but that's just uh, Jair. No, she's the queen. Martins. She's the the current yeah. queen, and uh, well, I mean, she's about to be. I mean, God, fuck! I'm totally spoiling it, but she's she's her husband. Well, the king has died. We're fine with spoilers now because okay. we, we, we warned everyone, people. right? So yeah, the, so he the king has down. died. The king has died, and there's this obviously battle for the throne. Um, whether it's going to be her son that becomes king, or his firstborn, which is a female, which would be the first female sort of ruler of the land, but he had named his firstborn, his female daughter as an, as his heir. So now, so that's where the battle is. So, so this guy. So yeah, Laris comes in and basically says, you know, my, uh, your grace. Cause that's where I got confused. Uh, I have blah, blah, blah. So I have some new information you might want to hear. And she starts to try to ask him about it. And he just kind of gives her the knowing look and says something about, you know, um, it implies very slightly that they're, you know, that he's looking for appropriate payment for this information. And without words, without discussion, she, I guess, sort of off camera, slips off her shoes. And no, puts... it's not. It's it. She does take them off on camera. That's the first indication that there's. I didn't like. They I didn't necessarily recall. I, maybe she slips. I don't recall her like bending down to to pull off her shoes. So maybe she's like she's slipping. wearing like flats and she's yes, like, no, true. she does they're, take them off. She there's they're a... sort of yeah. So she slips off the court slippers and puts her feet up on the edge of their sort of like an ottoman or um, uh, upholstered tabley thing that's sitting between them as they sit in chairs opposite each other. Or she's on more of a chaise and he's on a chair and the ottoman's in front of her. Let's not get too much into the furnishings and set decoration here. <laughs> um, so her feet are literally resting on that <laughs> corner edge near her of the ottoman. So his view would be giving 
you know, the fronts and slight underside of her toes. And she's wearing white stockings, um, stockings in a medieval sense. They're very, very much opaque. Um, one of the comments I got from one of our friends actually was, I was just shocked that in a universe without um, pantyhose or garters or anything of that, that her stockings stayed up as well as they did. They did seem to be somewhat <laughs> elasticized. And while we're talking anachronistic <laughs> later on, I'm like, yeah. okay, so they've invented elasticized stockings of some sort, but they haven't vent- invented nail polish yet. I was a little disappointed at that. You know, this, my fantasy world, they would have at least had nail polish. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she exposes her feet and he gets into the story and he's sort of starting to slump in his chair. And he gets to sort of the first bit of information and she's like asked a question and he just pauses. And again, there's no exchange. There's no ask. And she reluctantly reaches down and that's when she pulls off these stockings. And now he's looking at her bare toes. And the thing is that there wasn't any lead up to this like there is no conversation we don't we're not privy to any of that it's just all of a sudden he's giving her information and the whole foot thing happens yeah there's no so you're like wait a minute what's happening here so anyone that's not a foot fetishist i think would think might even miss it if it wasn't that they're well that they're so focused on the feet i think yeah, now you're like, they could have, but they are, the camera is doing a lot of different angles of showing you her feet and showing him sort of in the background and out of focus or going back to him sort of, you know, sinking into his chair and leering. And, you know, every time he finishes a sentence, his gaze just drops again towards her feet. And again, there's another like, okay, you're still not giving me all the details or no now it's the question is is he going to do something about whatever the situation is and he agrees that he if if she wants it he will be the one to take care of this i think is almost exactly his words and again without an exchange between them she she's on that chaise so she like takes her feet off the ottoman puts them beside her reclines looks away from him over her shoulder because she knows and then the camera doesn't the camera kind of looks past her feet to him and gives a little bit of a close-up of what he's doing but his hand is inside his robe and he's now gonna finish himself looking at her feet as she reclines on the chaise and she is just looking away from him over her shoulder with a slightly disgusted look. Right. Now, now, like someone had said that someone had commented to us that the forced submission was kind of hot. It was almost like Finn Dom. Like she was dominating him and he was like her bitch boy, like yeah. giving him her information for, for foot love. And that's not how I see it at all. Well, one, I think one of our people uh, had commented, <laughs> it's pretty cool if she's like enjoying it or gets something out of it. This is somebody who I don't think had seen the whole scene. And I had commented, well, in a sense, I think of it as sort of a medieval fin dom. Um, you know, 
she's <clears throat> and and then the thing is though the the articles like the the way that people saw it like um there's an article in Elle magazine that that says that it straddles a line between enlightening and dehumanizing um Laris doesn't merely seek to get off he wants to see Alicent forced into submission her power diminished at the forgive me foot of his knowledge and desire so he wants her to owe him and to feel the weight of that debt. So that's how they're seeing it. This particular article is seeing it. Yeah. And the fact, and for me, the, the, I think it would have been a hot scene if she were enjoying the power, if she were like right. not disgusted by it, because that, that's where the lack of consent comes in, right? She really doesn't want to do this, but she feels like she has to for the safety of her. For the power, for the safety of her family and, you know, but, yeah, but she's like forced into it and he's, they're saying that he's enjoying actually getting her to submit more than the actual seeing of the feet. Right. Yeah. He's, he's taking a dominant role of power in the exchange. Um, but if that were the case, couldn't he just, wouldn't he just say disrobe completely and... Let me see all of you. I mean, when that's I, that's where it gets into the even though they've written a scene where the foot fetishist has the sort of power exchange, the strength and the power exchange dynamic, they still written him as creepy foot fetish guy. They still taken, you know, right out of central casting. He's creepy foot fetish guy. Um, what I thought was totally ham handed is, oh, yeah, let's take the character we've already established as club foot and say, let's give him a foot fetish. I mean, there could have been any other sexual favor they could have written into this. Right. They'd already written the character as Clubfoot. Let's give Clubfoot the foot fetish. I thought that was very hand handed. <laughs> well, I mean, it would explain his foot fetish a little, right? I mean, he doesn't have perfect feet, so he's obsessed by two perfect feet. I, you know, um, I, I, I don't think this is necessarily like a very foot fetishy scene i just think it's about her submission getting the most powerful woman in the realm to do this very small i don't know like i just i just yeah, don't I think mean, that it's necessarily about the feet because no in a sense it's about him <laughs> debasing her um, right right exactly yeah yeah so um i mean i i wonder if this spark of interest is going to force them to write more foot scenes in there. The foot, I did a little, do a little research and the foot scene is written. The, the, the writer is a female, she's a female writer who the person who wrote this. Um, I don't know if that makes a difference or not. Well, because I people were like, Oh, does the writer have a foot fetish? And you don't, you know, you can, your imagination can run wild. Doesn't mean that you have to have this particular fetish. Like I'm pretty sure the person who wrote, like the the scene of the incest, you know, in the first game of, in the, of Thrones, Cersei and whatever her brother Jamie's scenes didn't didn't have fantasies about his sister. I don't think that that was, the, you no, know, not likely. George Martin. I don't Martin, think, I don't think that was it. I, you know, but I. So like people are just taking it as with everything nowadays. Everything is a fucking insult and offense. It's extreme. Right. So I don't know if they're going to use that to their benefit and say, let's spark some more fucking outrage and let's write more scenes in there. Or 
But I'd like to see someone write a scene where it's a good, like I would have really loved it because her character is, is very submissive to begin with. Right. And, and mm. so I think it would have been great if they p painted her in a different light. She's no Cersei. So I wish they would have just like she's, she's made her like Cersei. spread her legs and like, or like point her foot at him and be like, no, give me what I want, bitch. Like, I wish that they would have done that because that would have been a completely different side of this character, completely different than what's been painted for us. So, Eddie, take a breath. I've been trying to. What's Sorry. <laughs> so, you asked if it would have, if the fact that it's a female writer makes a difference. And I think absolutely. If, if we just said a minute ago that this debased her. And that's the way they decided to take the foot fetish scene instead of the more common female dominant role. I think it's very important that that was written by a woman. Absolutely. Um, and are they going to play with more sex scenes? Yeah, it's George R.R. R. 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 Martin's work. There's going to be plenty more sex. There's always sex in the Game of Thrones universe. Do they do exactly what you were hoping for down the road? And have her realize her power, have her maybe if she's assumed more power in that world and needs a favor out of um, Clubfoot again and takes it in a much more dominant way that, uh, you know, has more of the hallmarks, of the traditional female dominant foot fetish world. That's something they can do next season for sure. If the if the overall storyline goes that way. There is um, so much disgust and outrage on like Instagram and Twitter about this scene. Like there's people like, you know, like someone said, I need someone to tell me why the Lara scene was necessary. Please stop. You know, like, <laughs> I don't... Um, is the whole entire scene itself disgusting or was it because it was feet? Like what if it were like boobs? What if it were an elbow? You well, know, what if he had a tongue fetish? What if he was like, no, stick it out. And she like stuff out her tongue and then he masturbated. Like what? Let's take a quick break and <laughs> talk about that when we come back. Okay. We're back um and uh took a little time to read some of the comments on from the rest of the world not just our followers um so the original article that i found um was sort of the di the director defending the writer and the writer that you mentioned female sarah hess um, right because they were saying that she was probably some pervy foot fetishist who wrote that in for like a Quentin type. No. But wrote she it in for their own um, pleasure. She, it would seem not. But she's definitely willing to push envelopes. And unfortunately, most of that article doesn't focus on the foot scene at all. The author doesn't know how to address the foot scene. But he talks about how that's nothing compared to something much earlier in the series where there's two characters in a relationship with like a decade or so age gap. <clears throat> and dealing with the actor's... Um, who also have the same decade or so age gap, and then they go into interviewing them and how they found it totally, totally comfortable and blah, blah, blah. The article goes off the rails or the title right. of clickbait. Yeah. Well, well you know, 
one thing that I did see was that they mentioned that they had um, intimacy coordinators or facilitators, right, that helped them kind of navigate through the very um, graphic sex scenes that they have and that they didn't do that for this, like for the, for the foot scene. And then mm-hmm. there's a lot of comments that are like, you know, in a show full of incest, you know, rape and vi- sexual violence, uh, like foot fetishes where people draw the line. Like, I yeah. mean, this is absolutely, mi- this is so mild compared to everything else. It's well, just, the, yeah, the know. other thing I saw from an editorial standpoint was kind of talking about this and how, uh, as a kudo to the director, that all of the sexuality was there, even if you didn't really understand foot fetish and without the usual cues of any nudity. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know, they managed to pull that off. I mean, that was a give the impression that this guy at least was completely turned on by this situation without any of the usual cues you'd give an audience to say, you know, they didn't slip a she didn't also slip the dress off her shoulder. She didn't also, you know, undo the lacing and show some cleavage. There's nothing. There wasn't even like slide the dress up the leg. It was kept exactly within the, the confines of the fetish. And yeah, it wasn't a female willing, obviously she was willing, but it wasn't, you know, not like playing into it hard. It was very begrudging, but it was still played out a hundred percent. Right. Um, there was a, I mean, there was a lot of negative reaction and a lot of like just people talking shit about that entire scene. And one of the things that some of the people were offended like this. Okay. Let's listen to this one. Um, having thought on it, Laris sexual proclivities are problematic for more than just murder attempts. A person with a deformed foot gets off on regular feet. That seems ableist. And yeah, I think I was trying to say that before. Ableism wasn't what quite came to my head. I just thought it was cliched. But yeah, that's not the only person who's pointed out that, that is kind of ableist. Um, you know, is it though? I, I think so. I think I don't think the act is. I think the presumption is. So the if there's a person out there with some sort of deformed foot or um, an amputation or whatever, who's a foot fetishist, that is what it is. Presuming that somebody would be a foot fetishist because they have a deformed foot or an amputation or something along those lines kind of is. Mm. Is that another, another person said, I'm glad I was wrong about the House of Dragons and it turned out to be this good. Also, on another note, I'm surprised it took so long for there to be a foot fetish thing on this show. I mean, that is true. Yeah, with with the amount of crazy, dirty sex and King you know, fetishes go, that and are... going, going back to um, Game of Thrones with um, Littlefinger's brothel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how did we how did we not have any sort of foot scene before that? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, somebody and I. Somebody on Instagram um, posted, you know, a picture, I think, kind of a double cap scene of or pick from that scene and asked the question, (laughs) Odds Laris ends up sucking toes in the season finale. Now, unfortunately, I think with 500 and 
57 likes on that post and no comments. I think what happened is it got so bad he had to turn comments off. So we will never know what he got, what that poster got inundated with. But even just the question is is kind of amusing. And yeah, it brings to what I was saying. Are they going to, or what we're kind of both saying, are they going to take this a step further? Are they going to continue to play the foot fetish thing and maybe use it for a, for a turn the table or just bring it back again for something for somebody to use as Laris's weakness down the road? Or is this a one shot? I suspect they're not going to bring up anything foot related again because people were so outraged by it and disgusted by it. But there's no such thing as bad press. If, if it got people talking about the, the show, I mean, there's, there, do you know how many, there are a ton of YouTube reaction videos to the scene. Like, every fucking vlogger has created a reaction video. I haven't seen them. Uh, I mean, half of the time they just upset me because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. But there have been a ton of reaction videos. Now, you know what I would love, what conversation I'd like to have, um, I'd like to talk about whether her feet are cute or not. Unfortunately, we don't have enough visual to decide that. Yeah. She's got, from from the scene I saw, and I got a pretty decent television, um, you know, soft porcelain skin, moderate toe length, hard to tell from the angles if she's got a bit of Morton's toe or not, but maybe to the longer toes shorter toenails but there's no apparently medieval times in westeros the pedicure has not been invented yet um kind of a flat arch not a particularly i would say a perfectly average foot now here's the other thing they're not there was no casting decision for her based on her feet because i think the laris foot fetish was written in much later also, I'm not sure you're going to get a casting director. I don't think really, they care. <laughs> right. They, they certainly care. don't care. And I think, <laughs> I, I think maybe there might have even been a point to not, because they could have brought in, they've done it before with other body parts. They very certainly could have filmed that in 98% of that scene. You would have not necessarily seen the actress who was playing the queen. They could have had any foot they wanted in front of the camera. I mean, they could, why not make her like, bark like a dog you know what i mean like what if he wasn't like where's the payment and then she like gets on a horse and starts barking like a dog i mean that would have been you know they could have gone in any direction so but But it it was it was a combined thing it wasn't just about laris is foul and he is going to demean the queen it was also about laris is and i i hate to say it but i think that's the writing choice they meant laris is creepy and into creepy stuff I just wish he wasn't so damn creepy. I would. I wish they would have used someone because yeah, he I looks would've... greasy and creepy and ugly. And actually, the the actor is, is is fairly attractive. Like I don't think they make him look like this in the you know for the show. Um, but he's like sleazy, you know, kind of gross. He's a murderer. He like, and the thing is, he's a cowardly murderer. It's not like he commits murders on his own. He like hires other people, and he's like you know, not trustworthy and he's just an ugly character in general. And then they're like, 
using this as a way to make him make you think even worse of him yeah. and i don't he's, like that like he's I think... manipulative and he is just cocksure enough to get the queen to play into his let's use the 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 term his sick fetish for his own pleasure amusement um but i'm thinking just in terms of cinematography they don't put her in pumps and there have been much fancier shoes on that show they don't they don't paint her nails, and if that's a, a, a historical choice, so be it. Any director could easily say they've seen a Tarantino movie. They know how to move her foot so that it is, you know, higher arched, you're pushing against the toe. Any number of things they could have done from a directorial standpoint to play up her feet, they did not. No, did not I think look, that was probably there in on no purpose. Way, yeah, they wanted no to way make it. They're in no way they can't look like she has a particularly attractive foot. More that he is into feet. And more importantly, she's the goddamn fucking queen. Right. So he's into those feet in that moment because this is, it's a power play. She's the goddamn queen. And he's making her take her shoes and stockings off and, well, doesn't make her watch him fucking jerk off to them. But, you know, close enough. It's entirely used as a power play. But like you said, why not bark as a dog? Because you also, you need to make him still a little Weasley, a little, a little submissive even while he's being dominant and a little creepy. And then again, foot fetishes and becomes yeah, he's, the foil he's kind for of a joke. Like, like people make fun of him and they underestimate him. And he, there's a quote that says something like, when people don't include you in the conversation, you learn to observe or something like that. And I mean, so I suspect he's going to be a very important character in this, in this show. But I mean, who knows? They just, then again, now the stereotype again, the, the foot fetishist is the guy hiding in the corner, watching and not really noticeable. Unfortunately, the more we talk about this, the more I think this plays into all the wrong things about foot fetishism. Yeah. On the bright side, though, I mean, it's making people look at it and talk about it and, you know, maybe normalize a little bit, see how it is actually a normal thing and not as bad as everybody thinks. Yeah, you know, because you're all your all your creepy spies are foot fetishists. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just funny, like the 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 character that's the like like the lateral move was like little finger. So what's up with the little finger and the foot club foot? Like what's going on? There? <laughs> yeah, did we ever even in the first? That's a, and that's where I think maybe. I'm, uh, th- there's a bit of this show that I'm finding ham-handed as a whole, and I don't really want to turn this into a, uh, a you know, a discussion of art, but we never, we spent eight eight seasons and really never found out the origin of the nickname Littlefinger. And if we did, no, it was... It's, it no, was... he is because he's from the islands. Okay. And the, the islands are all like, they they're all aligned like hands it looks like a hand and oh so, so he is little from finger. the little finger island and yeah. he gets the i don't know so if he that's in the in the show called... but i know that i've oh that's maybe books a... so it might be in the books that's how i know that i'm not sure right but he's not but... called little finger because he has a little finger this guy no, is called no. <laughs> this guy is called clubfoot because he has a club foot 
the writing has gotten ham-handed is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And now we've got the guy with the club foot who's called club foot who's into feet. It's <laughs> sorry, but you're not writing at the level of the first series. <laughs> That's because the first series was like actual George Martin books. Yeah. It wasn't just and a yeah, and then the end when they went off script, we or when they went off page, we all kind of hated it anyway. No, it's true. Like because the books only went to a, a certain season, like he hadn't written the last books yet. Right. So I still don't know. I didn't. I didn't look it up or anything. I don't know if he had anything to do with how the season ended. I don't know. Yes, if they meant. they consulted him for an outline of how he where he was going to finish the books, and they just kind of rushed through and basically filmed the outline. And I'm sure when the books finally come out, if he doesn't die first, um, there'll probably be like four more books and uh, it'll all make much more sense how he got from point A to point B. I don't know that he's going to publish any more books. Who knows? To be honest. I mean, he's too busy swimming in his vault full of money like Scrooge McDuck. I mean, he went so many uh, years. George Martin went so many years not like between books, like years and years. That's why I mean, I don't even know when the first book was written. I should look that up, really. Okay, well, <laughs> our audience doesn't come here to hear about George R. R. Martin. Nineteen ninety six was that what was, was when the first book. Yeah, and every book came out like twice as long later as the next one. And then he's a weird eccentric, like he refuses to use a modern computer and he's doing it all on like a 1980s word processor or something. <laughs> Mainly because the reason I heard is because he doesn't like the squiggly lines under all the, the he basically doesn't want spell check. And it's like, dude, just turn off spell check. It's okay. But no, he insists yeah. on writing on a 1980s oh, no, word it processor. Says, no, it says he is going to write them, I guess. But, but it went like it went from 96 to 99 2000 2005 and then the last book was in 2011 yeah he's just taken forever and ever on these okay. and i and god knows how many books there are in his mind or as he writes them that are going to represent what was done in the final season of the tv show yeah i mm, i don't know that i would have done that if i were him but who, yeah who knows who knows what kind of contract and shit they did right so all right but forget anyway. forget the forget the well you can't forget the context of the scene because the context of the scene is everything. But you know, let's leave the social mores out of it just for filming a foot fetish scene. What did you think of it? Uh it's definitely not done by a foot fetishist. There would have been different angles of the feet. The scene itself could have been hot. If there was some type of enjoyment on her end, at the very minimum, not so much disgust on her face. Well, I um, thought of does it how... represent does it represent a foot the foot fetish community accurately? Um, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes because I hate to say this, but there are many creeps in our well in our community. And, and forget the creep factor. <laughs> the the exchange of favors for what you want in the foot fetish world obviously exists. Call it what you will. I mean, 
she's she's doing the bare minimum reluctant session and at the end gets into something that i know a lot of people do recordings of and a lot of people really enjoy she is sort of doing the textbook ignore she is but she's not but it's not just ignore if she were reading a book yeah and he were like doing it i think that would have been better but she like yeah being tortured you know what I mean? Like she's it's, just it's look yeah. away with disgust because I don't want to I don't want to think about what this guy is doing, how he's pleasuring himself to my feet. Right. But she's supposed to be kind of a goody two shoes, so I mean she would have done that regardless of you know what I mean. And like, I think that's where if you're gonna approach this again, you gotta wait until she's more headstrong, has control, and then kind of redo the scene with her control and see how it looks then for right now. Yeah. She's, I hope that they empower her in another, like in season two, I hope one day she wants something from him and she just teases the shit out of him with her. Yes. That's, that's kind of what I really, yeah. I really hope that let's send a letter. (laughs) If anyone at HBO is listening to us right now uh, and you put up with us bashing your show for this long, Here's our idea. Here's how we were not bashing it. We were not bashing it. (laughs) We are we are engaging in the public discourse of which there was so much on this episode, and I think that's that's the best to come out of this. Was it a well? I mean, come on, like it was worth an entire. Okay, you know, you know what scene I did like? It kind of. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, Do you remember one time I, I I don't know if you remember I posted on my stories back when I was an Instagrammer. I was obsessed with Outlander and there was a foot fetish scene where she's in a red dress and this guy, you know, with a white wig, I think he's supposed to be the governor or something. Um, like is the complimenting her and he's very powerful and she's trying to make nice with him because he's a, she needs him on her side. And he's, and she sits, he like, she sits down and he tells her how, how attracted he is to her. And then, and then he's like, kind of like, sexually harassing her a little bit and then boom he like jumps on his knees and starts like kissing her feet and she's like what are you doing but she's like laughing I and mean, it's that that's a much better scene for me they end up pushing him into the lake like i think her husband comes and you know manhandles him but that scene was great for me because it wasn't creepy it was funny because it was unexpected it was like you know, so I kind of wish that they would have taken that route. This one was much too serious for me. The guy in general is much too creepy for me. And he's just such a dislikable character that it just makes anything foot fetish really. Anything that he'd be doing, it would just be gross. Regardless mm. of whether it's feet, face, tits, elbows, fucking cheek, whatever. It would have just been gross. Yeah. Even if it were just a kiss. Even if he were like, give me my payment and, and it was just a kiss. Right. It so would have been absolutely disgusting. Yeah. And that that's where the problem is. We take a character that is supposed to be gross and odious. I think odious is a great word for him. Because mm-hmm. he, he is that he is odious in appearance and deed and personality. And we take a character who's supposed to be odious and is asking for sexual payment in return for information, which is a typical is- trope. But they right. use what they consider to be an odious form of sexual payment. Yes. There's so many, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many things wrong with that. Yep. 
it just it didn't matter if yeah we there's no way that the foot fetish this was definitely a bit of a disservice to the foot fetish community it painted us in a really and i think you had as somebody's quote you had and i i'm not gonna ask you to look it up at this point but you did read it to me earlier this was a disservice to the and they said the foot um appreciating community for some reason they didn't want to use the oh word. it was um it was some comedian whose name i didn't recognize no neither did i but yeah, yeah he used the term foot appreciation community maybe because he's getting around instagram and twitter's algorithms and the word fetish is verboten but yes the foot appreciation community was done a disservice yeah for he that says, comedian and for he us. said andrew schultz i found it andrew schultz tweeted House of the Dragon did a great disservice to the foot appreciation community. There it is. And I think yeah. we'll uh, we'll leave it on that note. And thank you for tuning in with us, as always. Um, hope you've uh, enjoyed. Um, for those of you who had to stop and go watch the show and come back. Um, <laughs> hope it's more You know, we thought we were going to talk about this for 20 minutes and have a super short episode. And here we did it again. My God. We always do. We always okay. do. Well, I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Uh, remember to join our Telegram chat. Email us. YouTube comments. Whatever you want. Um, and let life us chat. think. Give us your opinion. Everything is linked on ohthosetoys.com. You'll find us all there. Um, thank you, as always, for tuning in. Um, got some Talk things lined up that I think we're pretty excited about. Um, this is not one we're going to tip our hand on yet, but... Yep. You know, thanks for tuning in, and we'll you'll catch us next week or the week after that. Uh, if you're listening to this first week, uh, also enjoy your Thanksgiving. Because that yep. will be tomorrow. Okay, yep. If you listen to this 10 years from then, well, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving in 2022. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, guys. And as always, if you've found, managed to, found some reason, maybe just through the description of that scene, to, like Clubfoot, be masturbating this whole time, you're welcome. Very welcome.